Hi everyone, welcome to the Parental Advocate Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Selena Davis, a special education advocate. This podcast is directed towards families and caregivers, parents, kin folks who need help with special education um, and understanding the system of special education. You will get very bite-sized, understandable information about the special education process, the law, techniques, and strategies to help your family and your loved one move through the special education system. Welcome to the Parental Advocate Strategist, a podcast for advocating, coaching, and sharing information about special education law and strategies. Today we are discussing Child Find. Um, Child Find is a key component of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Improvement Act, IDA, which was enacted in 2004. Um, And it requires the states and local education agencies or regional centers um, to identify, locate, and evaluate all children with disabilities residing in that state, regardless of the severity of their disabilities. And regardless of who are the children that are in need of special education and related services. Child fine is a legal requirement that schools find all children, no matter what their age is, up to 21, who have disabilities and who may be entitled to special education services. So child fine covers every child from birth through age 21. And just to note, special education stops at the age of 22. The school must um, and the agencies must evaluate any child that it knows or suspects may have a disability. So one of the key principles of the law is to evaluate and give appropriate evaluation in order to find children who may need special education. So just a quick overview. Child Fine is a component of the Individuals with Disability Education Improvement Act, IDEA, and it requires, again, states, local agencies, and entities such as school districts, regional centers, and charter schools, private schools, to identify, locate, and evaluate all children with disabilities residing in the state, regardless of the severity of their disability. It also requires that they find, keyword, air quote, find, children who are in need of special education and related services. Child Find is a continuous process of public awareness activities 
screening and evaluation designed to locate, identify, and evaluate children with disabilities who are in need of early childhood intervention. Programs such as Part C or Special Education and Related Services Part B. So, we are going to, in this podcast episode, shed light on child find and clarify by defining child find, explaining how to request an assessment for your child, and discuss how to avoid some problems that occur in that process. Well, hello there. This is Selena Davis. I am a special education advocate. And today we're taking a deep dive into what exactly the child find is in our Individuals with Disabilities Education Improvement Act. So, that's my son in the background. He is on the autism spectrum and we are staying put at home. So, you might hear him a little bit. (laughs) So, what I wanted to say is that the very, very first thing that is interesting about this law in this act is that every American child is protected within this law. And the reason why I say this is because you will find that the IDA child find requirements and component require that every state Um, identifies, locates, and evaluates all children with disabilities from birth to their 22nd birthday. Um, And those include those who will need early intervention. Um, So that's from zero to five or, I'm sorry, zero to three. Um, And then you have the three to five-year-olds And then you have the part of special education and related services. So it's it's clear to say that if you suspect a lot of issues um, at birth, low birth weight, um, disabilities, physical, uh, mental, like a child might be... um, born with an addiction, um, just various disabilities that happen at birth, um, your child is most likely eligible for early intervention through the child find. So, um, we're going to really dive deep into this because I want more people to be aware of what is actually um, their right as a student learner, as a um, educational rights holder, which could be the parent of a child, um, a surrogate parent, a foster parent. Um, And I just want families to be aware. So child find is 
um, really a foundation of the Individuals with Disabilities Act, the IDA. Um, <clears throat> and it requires that evaluation regardless of the severity of the child's disability. Um, I'm going to say that one more time. Regardless of the severity of the child's disability, whether the child attends private or public school, or even if a child has experienced homelessness, poverty, all of those uh, marginalization within society, we just want to make it very clear that they are um, covered and protected by this act. It is important to find, in air quotes again, children who may need services and reach them early because research tells us that children with disabilities do better across their entire life when they receive early help. Early help is intervention, early intervention. So with that said, early intervention is a part of the IDEA Part C. So early intervention under IDEA, IDEA Part C serves children from birth to the child's third birthday. That includes referring a child for evaluation to determine the need for early intervention services, and it can come from parents or professionals who have a concern about the child. A doctor may also refer when a medical diagnosis predicts educational challenges. It's very important to understand that part. A doctor may refer when a medical diagnosis predicts educational challenges. A child or daycare provider who notices signs that a child is not meeting age level skills may also make a referral. So usually that happens with um, a professional telling the parent, hey, you know, I think um, your child is having challenges. You may want to check in with your regional center for California. I'm out of California. But um, it, can, it, it can include that. It can be a parent who notices or understands that a child was born with some challenges. Um, they may see that as the child develops and gets a little bit older as a baby. Um, things are not really um, feeling typical or normal to the parent. Um, for me, in my personal life, I noticed that my son, around two months old, was having challenges. Um, and I um, just tried to work through them. And then I finally realized around 18 months that, hey, there is something not working with this kid. Um, I love him, but he's a challenge. And I had uh, previously had... Um, two children, uh, natural children, you know, and then I had worked with uh, several 
kids um, when I worked at preschool. Um, and Dominic was the first child, that's my son's name, was the first child that I had ever encountered or interacted with that I knew for sure in my gut, in my intuition as a mom, this kid is autistic. Um, uh, and I say that um, not to, you know, discount his disability and make him less of a person because I use his disability as the first thing to describe him. But I was like, okay, um, this child is autistic. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, it was devastating. Um, and I really sat with that for months, actually, thinking about it, not saying anything, wondering if I was the only one who thought that. Um, and it's a, it's a long story. One day I'll be able to share my story. Sometimes it's hard to share a personal story like this. But um, let me tell you, if you've experienced it or you think that nobody has experienced it, I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to tell you, I have experienced just about everything you can think of as a special needs mom. So back to the early intervention. Um, once they get past um, three years old, they kind of transition into part B of the IDEA, which is the special education and related services part of special education and education law that protects children. So if a child is found el eligible for specialized instruction and services before turning age three, um, they can um, be eligible for, I'm sorry, they can be eligible for special education under IEDA Part B. I couldn't read my writing. Ha! So, um, the school district in which the child lives has a responsibility for special education and must provide services in the least restrictive environment. In podcast hereafter, I will talk about the least restrictive environment. I'm going to um, break down special education in very bite-sized pieces. Um, so for right now, we're talking about child find. If you stay tuned and become a very appreciated listener, you will hear more and more and more about um, special education. So stay tuned for that. But um, to return back to the part B of IDEA, now, remember, this is transitioning from the early intervention into now special education for ages um, three and up to 22 years old. So if a child is already receiving early intervention services under the IDEA Part C, then there must be a transition um, to the um, special education protections of IDEA. So I want to also clear this part up. The child may not show 
any parts of having to be on special education. Um, and they, they might not show up until they're in fifth grade. Um, they might not show up until high school. Um, it's certainly something that we need to be looking at right now because of the pandemic and people, um, not, or I'm sorry, not people, but student learners not being able to attend school um, in a tangible environment. So their learning is changing. Um, so I just want to really redirect you to understand that if you suspect that a child is not making progress, it is your right to ask for an evaluation. You can refer your child to get an evaluation. The school must evaluate your child. They cannot um, delay evaluation um, for what they call um, RTI, which is um, response to intervention. They can't delay you. Um, so they must give you an appropriate and full evaluation for your student learner. Um, and you have a right to ask for that. So <clears throat> um, child find again, I just want to make it very clear. Child find is a mechanism for uh, protection of every child from the age of zero to 22. Um, your child could have, could be um, doing okay and then um, not be doing okay. And once you start noticing that and you see a difference in progression, it may be not that they have disability, but they might have a, a learning disability or um, they could receive services related to learning um, that otherwise you wouldn't receive um, without special education protection and special education techniques. So with that said, um, what you would do is begin to um, draft a letter of concern um, and that will be another podcast, podcast episode coming up. But your letter of concern can just talk about, you know, in first grade, my child was keeping up with everybody. Um, and now in third grade, second grade, we saw a little bit of a difference. Third grade, his, his um, learning um, took a significant um shift and has dropped and he hasn't progressed um that is a an um a sign that your child can um need or or could possibly need special education um evaluation at least um and then the evaluation will help you understand how your student learns um and that is a whole episode in and of itself about evaluations. Um, it might be a couple of ep episodes, <laughs> but I just really want um, to get the information out about child find. Child find is very important. It is important, especially right now, um, because you have to understand that 
if you need help, if your child needs help, they have protections under United States law to have evaluations and get help. Um, and so don't ever be shy in asking for help. And with that said, thank you for listening today to the ep this first, second, I'm sorry, second episode. Um, and this one is specific to Child Find. Um, if you have any questions, you can always check out our website, um, which is um, listed in our um, in our podcast notes. With that, have a, a, a good day, and um, thank you for enjoying this podcast. Hope to see you or hear you again. I'm sorry. I hope that you come back and see me and hear me, um, and have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>Thank you for joining the Parental Advocate Strategist podcast. You are valued as a listener, and we hope that you received clarity from this episode to assist you in advocating for your loved one.